Hello everyone and welcome back to Fauna Friendly. I'm your host Danny and today we welcome Marcus Gillas. Marcus is the CEO and co-founder of Klima. Marcus is a serial entrepreneur. Prior to launching Klima, he founded numerous companies, most notably Hyper, a video magazine that was acquired by Mike.com, now part of BDG. So Marcus, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. No, I'm excited to, to have you on. So how did the idea for Klima come about? I heard it had something to do with backpacking across Alaska. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's actually right. So uh, when we sold uh, uh, Hyper or shortly after that, I decided to uh, essentially take some time off a sabbatical, if you will, and kind of clear my head. The goal was to uh, really get immersed in nature. So I, I decided to go um, to Alaska, actually way, way north, what's called the Gates of the Arctic, so the most northern mountain ridge in Alaska. And um from there, slowly but surely, I made my way down through you know North America, Central America, all the way down to Patagonia. So that was uh, really an exciting time, and I would say uh, what you could call also uh, you know one of these times in your life that really are transformative in a way. Um, not only because of the great um, experiences in nature that you know this this uh, uh, this brought about, but also because I realized how much. Um, our ecosystems have become under threat. So whether that's uh, witnessing massive wildfires in you know Canada and the US, whether that's talking to um, indigenous uh, population in um, in the Amazon, uh, talking about how um, you know the Amazon forest is under threat by Ill- illegal logging, uh, by corruption, all these kind of things. Talking to marine biologists in the Caribbean that were documenting coral bleaching. Um, and I remember I just asked them, like, so what are you doing about this right now? And they told me, Marcos, there's nothing we can do. We can just document this. This is happening. And um, so all of this made me come back eventually with a clear thought. I need to do something, but also the big question mark, what can I even do? I'm just, you know, a guy. Um, and kind of talking back to my previous founders with which, you know, uh, I then founded Klima again, we realized this is a question that many people have right now and that's not a good answer to it and we figured there um there are solutions out there but it's it was at that time or it still is i would say hard for individuals to connect to it and to um it hasn't been easy to access um and even though we realized uh, there can be a way to make it easier and that could potentially have a massive impact if we empower individuals uh to turn their let's say intention into action when it comes to climate action yeah, definitely. I think it might be useful to maybe explain for our listeners a little bit more about what Klima actually does. Absolutely. So Klima is a climate app uh, that allows individuals to uh, become carbon neutral immediately and sustainably. So what does that mean? Immediately, that means everybody can download Klima today, calculate their personal carbon footprint and offset their emissions by the way of funding uh, climate projects that take out the same emissions out of the atmosphere or avoid the same emissions to enter into the atmosphere on your behalf. Essentially, essentially what you're doing with offsetting is to clean up after yourself. Uh, and so this is something that everybody can start doing today, essentially putting your money to work. Um, but it's only one half of the equation. Eventually, uh, we need to reduce our emissions at source. So this is why I said immediately and sustainably. So then we help um, individuals to understand what are the biggest emissions drive in my personal life, what are the things that I can actually easily do something about, uh, what are high impact factors versus low impact factors. So what should I focus on first? Um, and so that we help users to reduce their footprint um, in the long run. Uh, and we try to make that, um, and we try to do that in a fun way uh, as much as this is possible as well. Interesting. Yeah, we'll definitely down um, sort of 
dive into that later on. So where do you, where do you sit in this value chain? How, how does Klima generate revenue? Yeah, so uh, we offer uh, a climate subscription. So this is how we, um, yeah, so it's a, it's a monthly subscription for, for individuals, the amount uh, of which depends on your personal carbon footprint and how much um, uh, CO2 you want to offset. Our mission and the value that we provide to our members is to get as much CO2 out of the atmosphere on their behalf as we possibly can. And that accounts for both individual and collective um, action. And this is actually crucial. So for, from the monthly subscription that people spend with Klima, the bulk of that, actually 70% goes into that individual impact, making you climate neutral today, making sure your CO2 emissions get offset by the means that I described before. But if we stopped here, we would uh, fail to address the systemic aspect of the climate crisis, which is that nobody can solve this for themselves, right? We need to solve it together. That's why uh, 20% of the money goes into collective impact, building community through what we call impact marketing. Classical marketing campaigns that bring in new members and, uh, and broaden the movement. Every dollar we spend here actually has up to six times the climate impact and direct offsetting. So it's really, really an important part of the equation. The remaining 10% then goes into continuing to build out the platform and keeping the lights on. Mm-hmm. No, that's interesting, for sure. I think uh, it might be so we'll sort of get a picture of Klima. So you launched in, in app stores in December 2020. So we're coming up on just over a year uh, since the release. So how has the reception been? And obviously, uh, you know, elephant in the room, did the pandemic change the roadmap in, in any way? Um, we thought it did at the beginning, and we were hesitant uh, to launch right in the, into the pandemic. So we had planned the launch earlier than we uh, eventually did, and then kind of we, uh, we decided to take a beat and see how things, how things played out. So in that sense, it did uh, affect our roadmap at first. Uh, but once we launched, and that was, as you said, in December 2020, uh, we realized that there was um, an incredible uh, reception um, the App Store actually was extremely supportive and kind of put us front and center also for users to discover. Mm-hmm. And we really, really were able to build up a very loyal user base uh, since then. So we have extremely high retention rates. We don't lock users in into kind of monthly contracts or anything, that's, anything like that. So everybody is kind of free to leave us at any point if they're, if they're not satisfied or think that it's not what they, what they were looking for. And yet we have kind of a retention level that's similar to like the best in, in class, you know, your Spotify or your Netflix, et cetera. So really happy about uh, users uh, liking what they came for and, and thinking that we're doing a good job. And that's the kind, that kind of loyalty that we really need to create the long-term uh, impact that, we, uh, that we're here to create. And what, another thing that we're seeing is that users really go above and beyond. More than half of the users that sign up with Klima go actually beyond climate neutrality and offset more than they emit. So actually go climate positive. And so it's something really, really um, kind of heartwarming also to see. So it's not only that people come and, uh, you know, want to pay off their debt, so to say, but they actually want to contribute something positive as well. Yeah, so so we're really happy where we stand. And this is the first year. Uh, that's a little bit more than the first year. And again, that's when we started, Essentially, we said, well, now we need to prove if people are putting their money where their mouth is. We knew that, you know, a lot of people were uh, saying in, in opinion polls or whatever that they would uh, be happy to kind of spend money towards helping the climate crisis and get involved, etc. Um, and in this first year, we proved that this is actually the case. We're solving a real problem that people have and we're providing a solution that provides value to, to users. 
That's great to hear. I think sort of um, moving on from that point of trying to get people to act, I've heard you speak in interviews before about this huge disconnect between individuals' willingness to act and the possibility to do so. And then you even on the website use this incredible statistic that 77 million Americans would spend $20 per month to help fight climate change. Why has this disconnect historically existed? And then what's prevented action in, in the past? And why is it now the right time for, for Klima to, to address this issue? Yeah, we believe a big part of that is because the climate crisis is even more than other historic uh, you know, crises. Um, very, very abstract. Uh, it, it starts with the culprits in itself. CO2 is literally invisible, right? Every climate gas is, is invisible. So uh, that's a difference from, let's say, you know, uh, we sometimes compare what we do with Klima, like uh, uh, with garbage collection, right? Um, you, you wouldn't throw your garbage in the street. Uh, you would pay someone to clean it up after you or to dispose of it properly, right? It's a common sense. And yet with a, or invisible garbage, if you, if you want to um, follow me on, on, on that um, uh, 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 allegory, um, we just leave behind uh, for, for, for future generations to deal with, right? So this is already where it starts. Um, and then uh, it becomes only more abstract from there because, you know, the, the effects are only, of things that we do here are only felt on the other side of the world and so on and so forth, right? And so making it more tangible has really from the beginning uh, been one of the core goals when designing Klima. Uh, and so we, you know, we have kind of this, um, this uh, impact metrics in the app where we show you exactly kind of what impact your contributions have on the ground obviously the big number is co2 taking out the atmosphere but really try to make it as um as tangible as possible um and then also we try to make it as simple as possible so um we have uh, created a carbon calculator that really really tries to strike the right balance between being accurate versus being easy to complete because we know every time uh, we lose uh, somebody that's already coming to us trying to achieve something but then um running into a hurdle, running into friction, there's a chance that they get lost in the process and don't know when they will pick it up again. Um, and so from the impact perspective, making it simple, taking out any uh, friction points is very, very important. So, and, and from the, the background that we had, we, you mentioned Hyper. So um, as a founder team that has gone through different um, companies before, we have somewhat um, developed in a very kind of UX driven DNA. And this is also, I think, the specific angle with which we came to this to say we need to make individual climate action radically easy, at the same time, radically effective. That means science-based, trackable, traceable, but also radically enjoyable. Because ultimately, if you address a consumer a consumer base, uh, rather than, let's say, companies, you need to to get out of your way to allow them uh, to, to, to be engaged with what they want to be engaged with, right? They come to you already because they want to take action. And now it's, it's our job to make that easy for them and to make that enjoyable in the way that they naturally come back and it doesn't feel like a chore. And so these are kind of the principles uh, that went into, into Klima and how we think we can, um, yeah, we can unleash uh, this, this tremendous um, uh, potential that individual climate action still, still has. Yeah, no, I think that's a really interesting point you make about removing the friction from uh, calculating the, the carbon footprint. And I think Klima as well is is really innovative in that carbon calculator. I think it's only sort of 10 lifestyle questions, how you eat, whether you have a car, whether you take a flight, and then sort of pretty quickly after that, they reach a carbon footprint, which I think is a very interesting process. And yeah, I hadn't sort of thought about the uh, importance of removing friction from a consumer side and making it easy to 
promote that sort of daily use thing. Yeah, the, the, the carbon calculator really follows, uh, let's say, the Pareto principle, uh, whereby 20% of your input uh, is responsible for 80% of the, of the output. Uh, and we said that um, uh, we need to devise a set of questions that everybody can answer from the top of their head. So nobody needs to put their phone away and go look something up, like, you know, what built your cars or whatever. Um, second needs to be something uh, that has a, a large um, uh, impact. So, so really kind of these high impact uh, actions that we do in our everyday life. And third, it needs to be something also that I can actually do something about that is in my control. So these were kind of the designing guiding uh, factors that went into this initial uh, questionnaire. That is the onboarding experience for every user. And that users actually, we get a lot of very positive feedback from it. And we have a, a, an amazing completion rate also like, um, ninety-five percent of people that start this kind of also also end it, um, and which is exactly kind of from UX perspective what you what you what you're looking for because everybody that you lose is a missed opportunity to create impact again, right? So so this is kind of these are the the factors that go into this, um, and then we have recently um, added uh, an advanced calculator mode where now people after onboarding for everybody is like oh this is one thing that I also want to dive into etc. They have the opportunity to dive in deeper. Uh, but it's not um, a hurdle that people need to take. It's, it's strictly voluntary. And so we really try to find to strike the balance between simplicity and allowing people to go deeper if they want to. For sure. I've, I've done the process myself and I would urge all the listeners as well to, to go through, download Klima and go through the process because it's an incredibly eye-opening process uh, to actually see that carbon footprint calculated uh, and put on paper. So I think it's, it's a very interesting process that uh, takes place. Now, Klima's offset portfolio is centered around three crucial impact areas, right? Nature, tech, and social. Can you maybe explain a little deeper what goes into selecting the projects within these areas uh, and then how the impact tracker varies with each one? Absolutely. Yeah, so we, uh, we really thought about kind of what are the things that we need to tackle uh, in order to solve the climate crisis. And we came out to this kind of trinity, if you will, of, of impact areas Nature is, I think, should be a no-brainer. We need to restore nature, and we need to um, and we need to work with nature rather than against it. This becomes very evident if you realize that eight percent of global emissions is just from from tropical deforestation every year. Now, imagine kind of if we use this uh, this factor and reverse it and make that kind of work for us rather than against us. Uh, it is a, something that people intuitively understand, and that is. Uh, uh, very much at the core, we need to do specifically with the biodiversity benefits that come with come with, from rewilding and reforesting and all these things. Uh, the second part, um, technology uh, will ultimately have to play a really really big part in terms of uh, decarbonizing our societies and getting uh, uh, away from kind of fossil fuel use, which is the ultimate goal. Uh, the burning of fossil fuel is the number one. Uh, problem that we have, the more uh, of it we leave in the ground, uh, the closer we get to uh, to reaching the um, the Paris targets. And so this needs to be advanced rapidly, and that's what we do um, with Klima through um, yeah through helping to finance uh, renewable energy projects, for example, that without external financing would not exist. Um, and then the third part is uh, social impact. Every um, large-scale initiative that you implement, wherever it is in the world, in order to kind of achieve, in, in, in our case, um, climate goals, has some impact on the ground. And then you can decide, you know, if you uh, if you rather go with projects that have a positive impact on the environment, on the 
people on the ground are are, are a negative one. Obviously, uh, we have a policy of, of do no harm, which is the, the minimum uh, kind of threshold to pass, uh, but we actually go beyond that. So all of the, the projects that we work with um, have uh, um, contribute to sustainable development goals uh, on the ground, whether that's kind of biodiversity goals, whether that's like um, combating poverty, uh, furthering education, um, or gender parity, etc. Um, and we have an own uh, our own uh, impact area for projects that have a very strong focus on this. And in uh, in the case currently, this is um, uh, projects where we distribute efficient cook stoves to families that still cook over open fire. Um, I was surprised when I learned first learned this, but forty percent of the world population still cooks their food over fire, um, and um, this means that um, billions of people are depending on cutting down trees for fuel in order to have a warm meal. And that is something that uh, we can tackle uh, kind of just with fairly simple technology, which is just efficient cook stoves to distribute those. Um, and has tremendous health benefit as it comes to uh, lowering the amount of fumes that get inhaled within houses um, um, and that are the cause of um, 4 million premature deaths every year. And so there's um, a lot of health benefits as well as um, benefits uh, specifically in the female uh, population as it uh, relieves um, women in particular who are responsible for providing firewood, etc., um, or like spending an extra amount that it would take uh, for cooking, etc. So this is kind of free time, also free money that can go towards education or pursuing uh, a career, etc. So it has a lot of social benefits. And so this is um, a third category that we have in the app. Um, and we believe, um, yeah, it's a, it's a big, big part of the equation when we talk about uh, solving climate change to think about kind of climate justice in this broader sense as well. Interesting. Yeah, that's a very... Uh interesting and surprising facts. I'd never really thought about it that way. So I think one of the, the key features that I really want to dive into is uh, multiply. So Klima has this uh, feature to drive collective action. Can you maybe explain to our listeners what the feature is about? Yeah, absolutely. The key, the key um, principle that stands behind kind of the multiply feature is to make efficacy quantifiable. So what does that mean? So we uh, everybody that's been involved in the climate movement uh, has heard over and over again kind of this mantra, we need to speak to our peers, we need to speak to our families, we need to speak you know, to our colleagues, etc., about the climate crisis and make sure that this takes more kind of mind share and so that people start acting and, and, and start kind of have this, the message sink in um, that, that, that we all need to kind of um, have, have a, as, as a guidance in, in our everyday life. Um, the only problem with that is you never know if you're just you know talking and talking or if, if there's a, actually any effect behind it. So the multiplayer function uh, in Klima is a way where you can kind of very simply invite people to join the climate neutral movement via Klima. And um, whenever people do that and follow your, your invite, we can actually show you how much CO2 gets taken out of the atmosphere because of your advocacy, right? Because we know what that um, impact uh, is of everybody that you bring on board. And we don't only stop with the friends that you bring in, but we show that to you also for the ripple effects or for the friends of friends and, and so on and so forth. So you know that you are, and you're, you, you know quantifiably that you are affecting the lives of people that you haven't even met. Um, and you really see kind of how much collective impact 
gets created because of a movement that can be traced back to your initial spark. Uh, and so this is something that we um, realized is extremely powerful because it aligns uh, ideally also kind of in a gamified form the uh, in, uh, intention uh, and motivation of a user to really kind of get that number up, uh, aligns that with the uh, with the impact that in, and the mission that we came here to create. And so it's kind of this really, really nice overlap. Um, and it's it's right now still in an early stage. And so over the next year, we'll put much more effort in um, at advancing that experience and making it more social. But yeah, that, that's, um, I think, a big part of what I said before. We need to tackle the climate crisis individually and collectively. And if these two things come together, it's really, really powerful. For sure. I think it's an incremental part of changing that social norm and driving collective action in, in general. So um, it's it's an exciting time over uh, over there at Klima. You recently announced big news, uh, big update for the app, B2B program, brand new website is going to be launching in April and just in time for Earth Month 2022. So can you maybe expand on what the future holds for Klima? Absolutely, yeah. So we already, as you said, uh, just recently announced a couple of things that are coming up uh, in April and, and beyond. Uh, one part is that we really built out the reduce feature in Klima. So there will be uh, more content, climate education, more granular goals that you can achieve and overall kind of a better uh, guideline to help people with um, individualized tips of uh, what is the thing that you can do next? What has the biggest impact in terms of any decision that I could currently make in my life? Um, we, are, we are launching our first uh, video series, Klima uh, Guides, uh, that help you kind of get climate literate, uh, so to say, and understand the core principles that um, underlie the tips that we are giving. And so we're really trying kind of to um, to lift up awareness and, and deepen the understanding uh, of everybody that, that that wants to get to get involved. Um, and furthermore, what you what you um, alluded to as well is that I mean we have we have started and we have set out as a very clear with the focus to say individual action is this huge untapped lever, um, and we are kind of our background is in you know BSC and creating kind of user experiences for individuals, but we have uh, over the last years uh, received so many requests from companies that said we want this for our employees as well and as a matter of fact a lot of companies are thinking um, about ways not only to deal with their you know supply chain emissions etc and they were like scope one to three um, uh, emissions that a lot of, a lot of them uh, are kind of uh, making these carbon neutrality pledges and, and take care of the, of this kind of core of their business but a lot of them want to want to go one step further and deal with extended emissions if you will. Uh, as well. So uh, what is the emissions um, that result from the salaries that I pay? Um, or uh, asked differently, what is the influence that I have um, by the fact that I interact every day with this entire workforce? Is there any kind of value that I can pass on that can have kind of an ext extended positive um, impact in the world? And so what we are offering is um, Klima for Teams, which means that companies can um, offer Klima to their employees as a way to, uh, for themselves, measure uh, what is the extended emissions from our workforce personal life, uh, and then also help users reduce that and also co-sponsor the offsetting of these emissions for users. So this is something that we're really excited about as it kind of extends our reach um, uh, massively kind of uh, with a new program. Uh, and this is going live in April. So uh, everybody that might be listening has a company thinking about that 
feel free to reach out. Interesting. Yeah. So we had uh, JP McNeil from Ando Money on the show last week and his company places an emphasis on corporations. And you've mentioned how you're now shifting a little bit to, to B2B. Um, now, Klima's mission is to turn carbon neutrality into a mass movement, right? And unleash the power of individual action at scale, I think is the, the sort of the tagline used on the website. Do you see schemes like this where individuals drive the actions as being the key to fighting climate change? Or is it more of a, a balance of both individual and the, the enterprise? Um, with the climate crisis, it's always all of the above. Um, we definitely, uh, we need governments to act, we need uh, companies to act, um, and we need individuals to act. Um, we really believe that um, the individual aspect um, is one that is the most overlooked until this point or is kind of um, uh, a dormant giant, so to say. If you think about the fact that 70 over 70 percent of greenhouse gas emissions can be changed and potentially avoided on the level of household uh, decisions that is the power that we as individuals technically have now the question is how can we organize that and how can we scale that um and so i think um this makes it very very clear kind of where we are positioning ourselves in terms of the uh, the angle that we're taking but it doesn't mean that this is the only angle or this is the best angle we need to do all of the above as much as we can you know do um a kind of bottom-up initiatives uh, just as much uh, top-down initiatives uh, can can work really really well too and obviously regulation and companies changing the way that they produce goods um is, is at least equally <laughs> important to demanding goods uh, uh, from, from companies that uh, have a lower carbon footprint, so it goes both ways. It's a, it's a it's a circle, and that you can enter that circle at any point uh, where you wish. Uh, and I think a, a problem as big as the climate crisis needs to be attacked uh, clearly from all possible angles. Now, I think sort of moving on a little bit from that, you have had some experience in politics before, and I'm interested to know uh, and maybe hear about your your view on the role governments have been playing in combating climate change. JP gave us a US-centric view last week. I'm interested to hear what you think the governments of the EU are doing right now and what more needs to be done from a from a politics side. Yeah, I mean, um, EU politicians, and particularly also in my own country in Germany, um, have been asleep at the wheel for decades when it comes to um, backing out of fossil fuel. This is right this week right now, particularly with everything that's going on uh, with Ukraine and Russia. This has suddenly become evident for everybody. Um, and so not only because of the climate crisis and the climate emergency, but also because of the geopolitical um, emergency that's now our reality. We can uh, only hope that the response to this is a massive, massive push for renewable energy expansion uh, and not a step backwards towards coal. Um, but um, I think there's an opportunity right now to rectify some of the historic mistakes that have been that have been made. Um, on a larger scale, on a larger global scale, um, we have seen with the outcomes of COP26 that with all the political promises and targets and pledges combined and assuming all of them came true, which with political promises, you know, it's never the case, but let's assume we are still missing the 1.5 degree target by more than one degree Celsius. We're currently on track 
to 2.6 degrees. And again, that is all the pledges and all the national targets already combined. So um, it really goes to show that um, we can't rely on only kind of one uh, aspect of society to solve this. Even kind of the highest levels of politics are currently falling short. So that that's uh, just kind of goes to to add to what I said before. We need governments, we need um, all kinds of organizations, we need corporates and individuals to all kind of do their part. I think that's uh, that's a super interesting point. Uh, and unfortunately, that's that's just about all we have time for today. But thank you so much, Marcus, for coming on. And I think it was a really interesting conversation. I do really look forward to seeing Klima uh, grow even more in the future. And yeah, I would urge all the listeners to download the app, uh, calculate your carbon footprint, and then go towards trying to become uh, more positive, more carbon neutral. Um, so, but thank you very much for coming on today. I think it was a really interesting conversation. Thank you, Danny. It was a pleasure.